Welcome one and welcome all to the Fully Charged Podcast. I am your host, David Oxford, a.k.a. LBD Night Train. And joining me as always is the man who puts the pro and proto-dude, Brian Ostrin. I feel like a pro. I feel like a pro, David. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> a pro what, though? Uh, a pro to dude <laughs> oh boy uh, that, that, that one probably sounded better in my head <laughs> it, 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 I like it I love it <laughs> <laughs> oh I thank you sir so uh, yeah we are working our best to catch up with the episodes of Mega Man Fully Charged that have already aired and that brings us to episode 9 Tripping the Light Fantastic this episode, Mega Man tries to save Dr. Light from a date with Mari, who is actually Hypno Woman in disguise. Dun dun dun. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, anything else to say about that before we get into our, uh, you know, hits, misses, notes, and otherwise? Um, uh, this is a very interesting episode. <laughs> I, I actually thought so. I, I actually yeah. rather enjoyed it here. So Very... yeah, let's get right into it, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, one of the first things I noticed it was like uh, early on they uh, kind of did this cover of uh, like "Take My Breath Away." That was a little unexpected. I'm used to the Mega Man music remixes, but oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um... What a weird episode. <laughs> I mean, when, when you when you try to describe... If you want to describe it simply to someone, it's Dr. Light goes on a date with a robot master. You know? <laughs> it's, um, it's just... I don't know. Like, he, he doesn't... What was it? Like, later on in the episode, he, he's insightful enough to recognize that, you know, Mari was, was hypno-woman in disguise. But, like, we're led to assume he doesn't recognize... Mega Man is his own son, Aki. Well, if I uh, remember correctly, he said that Hypno Woman told him that she is Hypno Woman. Oh, she told him. Oh, I if I remember that. right, yeah, yeah, wasn't Mega Man like, you know, like, oh, that was, oh, Dr. Light, that was really Hypno Woman in disguise. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know, she told me. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's even stranger. Like, he, he went, yeah, he went along with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, because yeah. he, he goes into that whole spiel at the end, uh, like, you know, about, like, you know, kind of just, you know, trying to reach her and, like, you know, kind of, you know, like, you don't have right. to shoot them in the face to change their mind, Mega Man. <laughs> exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah. And yet, you know, she was still in disguise as a human. Yeah, I, I actually thought that yeah. was a rather interesting uh, thing going there, because, uh, I mean... Basically, she just wanted a night out. She was, like, looking for companionship. She was, you know, mm-hmm. trying to have a life. And uh, <laughs> Mega Man, like, thinks there's some ulterior motive. And I actually like that there was no ulterior motive. No, it was, that's what was so interesting about this episode. It was just so innocent. Like, it was all in his head. <laughs> Every, everything going on was because of him, pretty much. Exactly. <laughs> Incidentally, um, and, I mean, okay, he, I guess he might have been right to be suspicious, uh, what fa- what kind of struck me as interesting early on is the Mega Mini did the scan and realized because like he was getting some weird readings off of Mari and realized that she's Hypno Woman and tells Mega Man so like they're on to her 
And Suna does not have much faith in Mega Mini or his scans, does she? Because no. she is just like writing this off like you are nuts. Yeah. And it's like if she if she'd approached it from more of a like you know okay you know maybe she's not really up to anything kind of thing that'd be one thing but it's like it seemed to me like she's writing the idea that uh hypno woman who has the ability to make people think things other than what they might really think uh being this woman dating dr light is somehow absurd even though there is apparently <laughs> I, I don't know what kind of evidence that would classify as but either way i mean Suna's just not having it no no not at all it kind of it kind of felt a little out of character for her and i think didn't we say something similar in the, that same hypno woman episode where she was kind of acting out of character um was it that one it, I don't, it was one that was fairly close Iceman, to this one i think was the one that's it because, that's it yeah. yeah she was like you know advocating like you know stopping the uh symptoms rather than the cause right yeah yeah so I don't know. Maybe maybe we're maybe we're the ones misreading Suna's character. Maybe, well, maybe Suna. I don't know. She she seems <laughs> kind of back and forth. I don't know. It's like I don't know. Where do the writers want to take her? Not not yeah. very consistent. But uh, admittedly, like it's only been like two occasions so far. So benefit of the doubt. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I still like Suna a lot. I think she's great. Yeah. So Suna a fun character. Yeah. But that that part just kind of bugged me. But then it's like after that, it doesn't really play into much anyway. So no, no. Uh, one thing I liked is uh, I think that I think they used the eight bit for this. I, uh, is when they like you know are trying to find where Doctor Light and Hypno Woman went, and they end up at the hospital. Oh yeah. And I think they went eight bit for that, didn't they? They did. Her pixel art, if you want to get specific, but uh, yeah. yeah, that 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 was one time it was kind of funny, and I thought it. I thought it worked better than like you know mm-hmm. interjecting it in like a fight scene with like the Blasto woman thing. Yeah, I think like what from what we've seen, the eight bit works better for like jokes or lighthearted kind of scenes instead yeah. of fights. But I don't know, maybe maybe it'll it'll kind of hammer out down the line. Maybe I mean it yeah. was kind of a funny part like in the uh, Blasto woman fight because like you know they're kind of like I think trying to avoid knocking over exhibits and stuff, but. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I think it kind of works a little better as, like, with the flashbacks, like, when it's more like its own scene rather than a cutaway during a scene kind of thing. Yes, yeah. Like in the uh, the original Hitman Woman episode where, um, oh, what was the game called that he was playing? Like the Burger Time thing? And they actually showed it. The game is actually 8-bit, and, you know, that works so well. Yeah, that and they, they play yeah. with that again later, but we'll, we'll yeah. come to that eventually. Um... Uh, let's see now i saw the preview of the episode um like uh from uh, youtube at one point mm-hmm. and you've got like uh mega man doing the waiter disguise thing <laughs> and i originally <laughs> thought that it was going to be like oh this is his idea of a clever disguise and they managed to subvert that in such a way that i just really enjoyed that i mean i i i enjoyed seeing him with the mustache anyway it was so ridiculous looking to oh begin my God. with but uh, yeah, it, it wasn't even his idea. He's just like talking to this like robot from like a school or something, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm into stuff outside of school too." And like the robot's like, "Oh great," and puts the waiter outfit on him, and uh, <laughs> and he just he just he he goes with it. It's like okay, yeah, yeah. 
he rolls with it and i love the mustache is part of the outfit you know? <laughs> like to work at this particular restaurant you have to have the stash you know? this is a fancy restaurant dang it and i liked him using his powers as a waiter too oh my god that, yeah that was handy. really cute yeah Ugh. yeah if the superheroing thing doesn't work out he's uh, got another option there he does it really shows how kind of like diverse his powers can be you know not just for weapons but for like appliances and you know all that stuff <laughs> um, utility yeah utility yeah it's dr light's dream oh the original dream children yeah. to clean up after me <laughs> <laughs> you know something i noticed while he was using his powers though it's like the the mega buster i just noticed does he ever turn it into an arm or a, you know a hand rather because i noticed he seemed to have it always on here and ah yeah i'm starting to wonder it's like you know that's just kind of a mega man thing yeah i've picked up on that he never has it not the mega buster when he's mega man which it's yeah only that maybe like one instance when he's transforming into mega man but he always it's always on by default i don't know yeah that's uh kind of weird i wonder if there's a reason for that maybe it's just an animation cost thing maybe I don't know. Yeah, that sounds a little yeah. weird. Yeah. And uh yeah, speaking of the um uh, like uh chef thing, it's like I like how it kind of um uh, ran all the way to the end. Like, you know, he's like still expected to he was like given some more food to take out or something. Yep. <laughs> Plus the uh there's also like another running gag, uh although it only came up like I think like twice is the whole thing about his back end boosters. Uh, 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 I don't remember that. <laughs> Oh, like, you know, it's like uh, Mega Man, I, I forget the exact line, but he's like, she's not causing anything, uh, my back-end boosters, or like, you know, basically, you know, my butt. Or my bu- something. Oh, okay, all right. And oh uh, Mega Man, he's got this whole thing, like, you know, he's like, wait, what now? <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> later on, like, uh, when they the disco ball is being influenced by Hypno Woman's thing do we have a name for that mm, yeah Be- being influenced by her powers and uh they're trying to find a way to get up there and Mega Man, he's like why don't you use your back-end boosters and oh my god it's just like i that was just a figure of speech i have to rewatch this one i can't <laughs> i don't remember that oh that's funny oh man um the thing that i distinctly remember making me chuckle is like at the very end where Dr. Light and the uh, the chef, they're, they're looking at the fireworks, and the chef robot puts his arm around Dr. Light. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Like, wasn't Mega Man originally there, and then, like, the chef gives Mega Man something to take out, and then, like, yes, the chef they... just takes his place. <laughs> he takes his place. That was great. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it's, 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 it's so cute. <laughs> oh, man. De- definitely some endearing stuff going on in this cartoon. Yeah, yeah. This was this was a nice, yeah, endearing episode. Yeah, kind of a break from all the, you know, Sergeant Knight and angst and yeah, yeah. yeah. Not that we've seen too much of Sergeant Knight so far. I no, think he's no, been in haven't. what three episodes tops, including the two part pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're always supposed to kind of assume he's like pulling the strings or yeah. he's in the shadows or whatever. But this one was just a nice pause from that. Yeah, and, and I think he was in the shadows in another episode, as you mentioned, like literally, mm-hmm. uh, at the end, and uh, or maybe maybe that was the pilot. I'm I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, n- uh, not seeing a whole lot of uh, him yet. So no, 
yet. But I'm, 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 I'm kind of fine with that. It's like, you know, we're, we're at a point like in the uh, classic series and uh, the X series where it's like, if something happens, it's Dr. Wily slash Sigma uh, behind it. So like, you know, it's at least here, like, you know, okay, we might know he's behind it, but at least it's not obvious mm-hmm. to the point where it just feels like, you know, it needs to be lampshaded. Yeah, exactly. So, we got anything else on this episode? Uh, I think we pretty much hit all the beats. Yeah, I, I, this this one might be a good one for like a newcomer to the series to check out. Like In addition to maybe one of the more action-oriented ones, I think. Yeah, yeah. I it sh- it shows so. a bit of range and some nice humor and just, you know... I think it works. Yeah. Although it doesn't paint Suna in a good light, as we covered. No. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, so moving right along, let's head to the news. So, uh, the latest is... Maybe not the latest at this point, but anyway, um, fairly recent as of this recording is... Word is that Capcom and, I suppose, Marvel and Disney and whoever else has a thumb in the pie or however that expression goes. Uh, yeah, they're talking about Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite and rebranding it, or so the rumor goes. Mm-hmm. A relaunch, as it were. Yeah. Some are saying that, like, you know, it might be uh, rechristened as Marvel vs. Capcom 4, and that basically Capcom and everybody involved just kind of wants the, everybody to forget that Infinite happened, maybe? Try to build on the good and, you know, buff out the bad. And hey, did you hear that uh, Disney acquired Fox so X Men can be a thing again? And Wolverine, please. You liked Wolverine, right? Everybody does. Yeah, so, um,. Yeah, any thoughts on those rumors? I think it's definitely possible. It's the Capcom has been way too quiet with Marvel's Capcom Infinity. Like even with post-release, uh, months after, it's just been so quiet. So th- there's room for growth. I think they recognize that. I, they're they're listening to the fans. They're, I mean, they're not deaf to like the fan base, uh, the complaints. So I, I think so. I think there is there's room that this could be true. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I I, kind of want to say, like, you know, they invested too much, like, you know, into it to just, like, drop it like that. But uh, to go with some, like, rumors and reports from before, they actually didn't. But um, nonetheless, uh, what they came out with pretty much got, like, you know, Kamehameha, like, right off the fighting game block. And literally, because Dragon Ball Z just stole the show. So they're kind of... uh, Apparently, Street Fighter V, they're... um, their building efforts on that have uh, reportedly paid off well, so that's supposedly why they're looking into this, is, you know, mm. make some diamonds out of coal here. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it could definitely be done. I've heard the fighting is solid. Uh, some people aren't happy about losing a, a third team member in favor of an Infinity Stone, but I've heard it's still otherwise, like, you know, the foundation is solid, but the uh, the visuals were a hindering point, and mm-hmm. a lot of aesthetic stuff. Maybe the story. I still need to play it. Yeah, I think I think story was one of the things that everyone was kind of like, "This is okay to great." Great. Um, I don't think it was considered bad. Like it was, it's gimmicky, you know. But yeah. uh, as far as fighting games go, like how how in depth does your story really need to be? Well, in fairness, Mortal Kombat uh, with their yeah. like, relaunch has really shown that, like, okay, yeah, you can do a good story in a fighting game. 
Right. I mean, you know, it may not be winning like, you know, Oscars or whatever the equivalent there would be, but, you know, you can have something, you know, more compelling than like, you know, all these guys want to punch each other in the face. Right. And, you know, come away with something comparable to other gaming experiences. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, it's so, like, unfortunate. Like, I feel like there really was a good thing going on here. But uh, be it, like, you know, legal rights holding certain characters and elements back or, you know, budget time constraints. I do hope that if this rumor is true that, they, that they're kind of going all in, you know. Um, they've given it enough adequate time. They're talk, in talks with Disney to bring back some of those, you know, uh, X-Men characters. Um, so hopefully if it, is, if it is true, what I'm trying to say is, like, if it's, if it's a legit rumor and it's true... Uh, it'll meet everybody's expectations, and they listen to us. I certainly hope so. I also hope that the uh, worries some people have will go unfounded, that being that basically X had his chance in the spotlight, and, you know, for lack of a better term, he blew it, and, like, you <laughs> know, so Capcom holds that against him, and he doesn't, you know, get to be, like, you know, as much of a focus or in, like, the revision. I'm, I'm sure he'd be in whatever they come up with next. The story, I imagine, is another matter entirely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't see them, like, you know, giving him the boot there. Uh, that said, um, like, okay, there's Exit Zero and Sigma in there. Anybody else you think should join the party? I would really like if Tron came back, or Roll, you know, bring back the classic Mega Man characters from... Your previous Marvel vs. Capcoms. Uh, classic Mega Man I could always see coming back to. That'd be fun. In addition to the ones you mentioned, uh, I would love to see Mega Man Volnut return because he was in Tatsunoku vs. Capcom. He's got oh, a yeah. thing going there. I, I could never get his play style down. Very tricky. Yeah, it was, it was fun to like you know mess around with, though, and try, try to, though. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing Axel just because we already have X and Zero there. Of course, I think that would probably work better if it was a three versus three thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, there's a lot like he could be that they could do with him for like a fighting game. That'd be really cool. Um, oh, oh, you know who would be great? Huh? Since we have Sigma, Vile. Yes. Heck yes. Two <laughs> on two, Mavericks versus Maverick Hunters. Uh, I feel like. That's that's got to be coming down the line, for like the next Capcom versus fighter, he's he's got to be there, you know. Yeah, you gotta hope he turns up uh, somewhere somehow. I mean, Maverick Hunter X just gave him this phenomenal move set that you probably couldn't even fit all of it into a fighting game, so it's like you know spoiled for choice there. That true. And it's just imagine imagining those moves like you know in a fighting game. It's like uh, he would totally wreck some people. I'm sure. Yeah, if, yeah. You know, incorporated correctly, of course. Gosh, his super could be like, I don't know, like the right armor coming out and, I don't know, him just yes. going to town and, yeah. Ugh, it writes itself. Yeah, basically. I mean, it'd be the like the equivalent of uh, X doing the power-up, uh, either the armor power-up or the uh, ultimate armor. Take your pick. Heck yeah. Dang. Or, like, you know, power up from, like, say, Vile into Vile Mark II or something, and then, like, you know, the uh, right armor is, like, the equivalent of the ultimate armor. Like you said, I mean, it practically writes itself, but at the same time, you know, it's there's so many possibilities that it's, like, you know, being spoiled for choice. That That's the hardest part, not coming yeah. up with what to do. It's coming up with which stuff to use. Right. <laughs> so much that could be done. Oh, man, I really want this now. Dang it, David. <laughs> All right, well, okay, before we uh, get you uh, 
your cravings and uh, overkill here. Uh, I guess maybe we should probably call this episode to an end. So thank you everyone for joining us once again. And you can find me covering Mega Man on at the MM Network on uh, Twitter, uh, as well as Tumblr. And you can look up the Mega Man Network on Facebook and go to the MMNetwork.com. Protodude, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at Protodude. Or you can look up my website, Rockman Corner, on Google. Or if you use the uh, URL bar, you can do rockman-corner.com. All right, and that's all from us this episode. Everlasting peace out. Fight on. Fight on.